Hello, everyone. I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together we are the, the Limey and the Yank. Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? We're here to battle on who's got the best musical talent, which of course is England. From the Beatles to Def Leppard to Oasis and Adele. Debatable. From Boston to Chicago to Kansas to LA Guns. We've got it all. Let the battle begin. There you go. I've got no. I'm just speaking on you because it's your turn. I've took I way know. too much time. What have you got in your barrels? You haven't taken way too much time because I'm about to take a lot of time. I did some research because I wanted to talk about this subject, but once I started really digging into the details, and he woke up, you maybe you, I should you have a little Stewart's cologne. Maybe that'll <laughs> keep you awake. Look, oh, it's aromatherapy. That's very the kids nice. get it's me the good of, stuff at kind of, Christmas, but I normally oh, yeah. have the cheap stuff normally. But it's not cheap. Old Spice is a classic for everybody. Right, guys? You ladies, you like, no, don't call in. Just tell us what you want, your favorite. The tip. problem with Old Spice is that first word, old. Oh, all right, I'm not talking old about spicy age. spicy sailor. Yeah, okay. Now young. with more turmeric and cumin. I'm going to sing that song, <laughs> Young Americans, Young Americans. All right. Okay, there young, you go. young American, and don't call me a middle-aged English dude. Or else I'll really get at you on my next one. But don't let me interrupt. Tell them what you're doing. You don't yeah, seem very I'm excited. Gonna, I'm going to go on a little tangent here just because this is so much fun and I want to share it with you. And that's that I thought, I'm going to talk a little bit about how Journey replaced their lead singer. They switched out their front man. I thought that was fun to talk about. And then I started doing a little bit of digging and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of stuff in here. And that's why I want to share it with you, especially because this guy, one of his favorite bands is involved. In fact, that's where I'm going to kick this off. Journey. The original lineup for Journey included lots of former Santana members, right? Folks from Santana, there we go. Love Santana. So in 1973, they were really put together just as more of like a rhythm section, a backup group. They were designed to help other people and just kind of be backup. And they wanted to do a little bit more. Their first lead singer was Greg Raleigh, Rolly, R-O-L-I-E. I didn't know that, honestly. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was the lead singer in Santana, and then he was the lead singer for Journey. And at the time, they had this kind of jazz fusion style, is the way it was described. So, whole different idea. And it's 1973, so if you think about the 70s, a little bit of that was almost like a trap that prog rockers fell into, that I'm going to be experimental and do jazz. Well, Journey, excuse me, was Journey from San Francisco? Or? Yes, I yes, thought so. Yeah, yeah. So they were doing the jazz fusion style, and their first album came out in 1975, and then in 1976 they did another and the other members started taking singing lessons so that they could provide better backup for Rolly. They wanted to be able to support him because I'm sure he was a strong lead singer all on his own with Santana under his belt, but they wanted to do probably a little more like Van Halen when they do a lot of harmonies and have it a little better. 
And then the third album, they went to Neil Sean. He was also from Santana, and later on, Neil Sean would be in Bad English. So there's the Santana connection again, but now we're on another lead singer, Robert Fleischman, who also had some uh, a smattering of glam metal bands in his profile. But So think about this. Here we are, we're still in the 70s, and we've gone through Raleigh and Fleischman, and then in 1977, that's when they get the Journey lead singer that we all know, which is Steve Perry. They do amazing work. And it's 1977, they're still kind of getting their sound. 1981 was when they started charting with Escape. And here's the funny thing about it. Some people have called Journey the band people love to hate. And they do that because in 1983, Rolling Stone published an album guide and gave every Journey album one star and referred to them as a dead end, a musical dead end. That Don't listen to them, I'm telling you. And this... I'm not on his side, remember that? Journey is like a lifelong classic band of America, just like Aerosmith, and always will be. Please carry yeah, on. Yeah, but this is a band that sold 48 million albums worldwide. So yeah, that's that's what's kind of funny about it. It's one of those things where if you ever want encouragement, just remember that at the peak of their career, as they really started to take off, Journey started getting one-star reviews from Rolling Stone for all their stuff. Don't stop Let me tell you a bit of trivia, not to cut you off. I saw Steve Perry on St. Pete Beach. Really? When I lived there, yeah. Was that yeah. during the 80s yeah. in his solo Yeah, I was going through uh, college and I was waiting tables and he walked in with his girlfriend who was staying at the Don, St. Pete Beach. And uh, everyone See? was, and he was so nice. He come up to the reception, no airs and graces, stood back. Of course, he had a lovely blonde lady with him. You know what these rockers are like. It's a Long legs thing. and blonde. Nothing wrong with that. But anyway, um, yeah, he was there and he played uh, Tampa Stadium and knocked him dead, man. Well, the timing on that is pretty good because by this point in my research, I realized that Journey changes lead singers like Spinal Tap changes drummers. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh. And here we are. They start to peak in the 80s. Everybody loves them. And in 1987, they decide to go on hiatus. We're going on hiatus. And in this case, it was... It was really kind of like saying, well, we don't want to say we broke up, but we definitely kind of hate each other and this sucks. So hiatus. They did have the intention to come back, but from 1987 to 1995, that's a long time to be out of the game if you're a real musician that wants to do this. And of course, some of that probably is Steve Perry's solo stuff. But yeah. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Did he go off his... Steve Perry a bit. From what I used to read when he left, he would, became a recluse for a number of years and he well, moved to a, an island. And Yeah, that's actually he, what I was going to get into. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, that's that's why I said I'm probably going to talk for a little bit. <laughs> I've got some notes. It's going to go for a while. And it's right. not necessary. It's I'm not for say that, I mean, yeah, he may have gotten reclusive, the guy was hiking in Hawaii, and Steve Perry injured his hip badly enough that he really needed surgery. He wasn't going to be able to perform unless he got a hip replacement, and he really refused to do it. He just didn't want to have that done. And so that's when we had yet another lead singer swap out, and we got Steve Augieri. 
was in 1998 and um, Steve Augeri was doing a really good job but he was having vocal problems and by this point they're starting to sound this whole band journey is starting to sound about as lucky as Def Leppard so ouch you know one guy needs a hip replacement the other guy is having vocal trouble and they have to do something about it they can't they like we said earlier they, they can't with ACDC they don't have a choice they have to get rid of him and get somebody else so in 2006, they call in Jeff Scott Soto, who's from the band Talisman. And this is the part where they really inspired me to do the research in the beginning is in 2007, they replaced Soto with Jeremy Hunsicker. And this is where it gets kind of fun because you get into a little bit of fan wish fulfillment. Jeremy Hunsicker was in a tribute band for Journey. So naturally, they're listening to him going, wow, this guy really sounds like Journey and we would know because we are Journey. So let's make that decision. And they did it thanks to seeing a video of him on YouTube. Talk about an internet generation kind of thing. They're, so they bring in Jeremy Hunsicker. And they've got him for a little while from 2007. And then they switch over to Arnel Pineda, who is a Filipino. And he also was someone who sang Journey songs and did them really well. So, natural fit. You know the material. We know you're going to remember the lyrics. So let's go ahead and, um, let's go ahead and get together. You make it feel brand new After the fires that we walk The odds we never lost our faith In a house we've made our own Where our children all have grown Precious moments time cannot erase Make a living of a down the gypsy highway In the end, just to give you some idea of how crazy this is, there were so many changes to the front man in Journey that Wikipedia made a chart to track all of the band members coming and going. There's a bar chart so you can see who was in which band and when and where and how they came and went. <laughs> Journey went through a lot of folks. And so for that reason, I hope this doesn't sound too cliche. The song I want to pick is Separate Ways. 
That's ideal for that. Exactly. <laughs> like it but you know you said and i don't know that much anyway but i didn't have a clue that he had a history before steve perry i only started listening when i saw him on mtv and i saw him out there and i thought these guys are like but they and how many did you say how many lead singers total six seven i must admit i love all your picks buddy (laughs) if i was american i'd probably pick the same once at what you picked. Isn't that great? That's yeah. just kind of, I love stuff like that. It's just fun yeah. to find out. I Now, I knew that they had someone before Steve Perry, but I didn't listen to that stuff either. Like most Americans, I came into them with that whole um, love and touch and squeeze and those first hits that charted and then all the way through the big stuff in the mid 80s. Okay, is that it? Have you Seven finished weeks. now? Can I, I you know, yeah. if I, I knew you were going to take this long, I could have got dinner. They're doing a special down the road. I could have come back in an hour and a half. See, and here I thought you liked Jerry I don't know. Steve Perry. Okay, so, wait. Okay. No, I love the... But now they're ready for the English. I've got... We've got you... You did great with all that information and excitement. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot to top, my friend. I don't need luck. Because <laughs> where I'm from, a good loser is still a loser, okay? So I am coming back with... You know, and don't say anything about... The English monarchy. But the name of the group is Queen, Freddie, the best, one of the best performers in this century, Freddie Mercury. God bless it. It, it, Just unbelievable what they could have done had he had been around, you know. And you talk about what you would think as a lead singer being totally irreplaceable. Yes. That would definitely be uh, Freddie Mercury. So... The, the rest of the Queen uh, band members had the work cut out for them. Um, and Freddie Mercury, Brian May, and uh, Roger Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three of them. They were, I mean, they had other people in the group, but they would normally they look core. at us. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they, uh, I remember they did Band-Aid with uh, Freddie, you know, for all those, you know, like we are saying, you know, we talked about uh, Genesis and Phil Collins in those days. He had... Um, the uh, what was it called? The Concorde. Remember the Concorde, the 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 fancy aeroplane yeah. that the English invented that took half the time to go With across the nose. And yeah, you guys that. got ticked. Yeah, you were just jealous because you didn't build it and we did it, and you didn't like the noise, so you wouldn't let it land in certain places. But anyway, oh, I thought it was um, just because it was a jetliner that looked like yeah. it had been through a pub brawl. Yeah, well, those guys. Well, I know Phil Collins took, and he played in London for the live. Uh, uh, cast and then he flew to LA right after to play there because he had a duo um, 
cast with them, yeah, which was... Wow. And Queen, of course, brought the house down with Freddie Mercury. And so, um, you know, I'm just... I get overwhelmed because of all the wonderful talent we have coming out of a little tiny country. I mean, you guys do, but you're a lot bigger than us. And it's That's a lot right. harder for Texas us. Texas-sized, in fact. Yeah, well... And then some. <laughs> Texas plus 49 more. Though Rhode Island is really itty-bitty. I mean, it's not like California-sized. <laughs> so we've got the whole gamut. Extra small to double extra large. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump back into what we're talking about. And who took, who gave him the best shot was Paul Rogers. Yep. And, I mean, Paul had been in three bands. He was in Free. Um, he was in um, Bad Company. Yeah, and really talented guy. Absolutely. In fact, he uh, he played at the uh, Rib Fest downtown St. Pete this weekend. I, I couldn't see him, but he is still rocking, man. Cool. And you talk about a classic, you know, with, uh, was it Hossoff, the guy, the lead singer, with, uh, he played on All Right Now. He died mm. very early 70s. I, I don't uh, know. But anyway, you know All Right, yeah, which is Paul Rogers' probably claim to fame, which will be in the top 10 best rock and roll tunes ever. Um, so uh, I want to play. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. All right now. Baby, it's all right. Come on. Come on, everybody. Sing along with me. You got a voice now? Come on now. Let's all go. Oh, shut up. Shut up, Steve. I'm just playing the darn record, will you? Listen, a little bit. I love it. What do you think? That's a classic. That could you beat that? Classic. Could you, off the top of your head, give Well, let me, me ask a... you just a moment, because we're talking about Queen, and for the record, Freddie Mercury is one of my favorite vocalists of all time. Queen is a fantastic band. They're rock history, and he will be missed. But I did want to point out, what was the live performance where, shortly after he passed away, George Michael did the song Somebody to Love? Because that was eerie. It was so good, it gave me chills. You know what? He did do that, and I'm, I'm a George Michael fan. He's, he's had some great work and stuff. And that performance of that song, he made it his own. I mean, it, it was like incredible. Yeah. yeah. And that, how many people can do that? Um, so um, we played a little bit of Paul Rogers. 
Um, but I want to play just a teeny bit more before we finish. Because I want to hear something by Freddie Mercury, if you've got one. I do. All right. But you know what? I said I was going to play something with Freddie. But anyway, in honor of Mr. Freddie. Freddie Mercury. One of the best ever. And uh, you're right with his vocals. He could reach notes and persona that people would just love, love to I got a little trivia for you about that. There was a there was a documentary about a day at the races and the making of that album. And they talked about how with Freddie Mercury, his voice was so amazing that they wanted to try doing layering, which is where a vocalist will sing something multiple times and then the engineer in the studio will lay those multiples across each other so that the best of them come through and it creates that layered effect will actually make vocals sound better. It's one of the reasons why a studio album may sound better than live. And according to this documentary, they got Freddie in the booth, they had him record the same song multiple times, and they said it was completely unnecessary to do layering because he sang exactly the same way every single take. There were no variations. It was identical. You couldn't hear a difference. I, I, it's probably one in a, a kind, one of a kind to have done that. So you say every layer of his voice was always spot on. Yes. And always equal to one another. Exactly. So they didn't have to move it. They didn't have to make shrink it. They just put his natural voice on. And in honor of Freddie, Mr. Freddie Mercury, one of the greatest performers I think that ever lived and gave us so, so much wonderful music. Um, God bless you, Freddie. And in honor of him and the classic of all classic, we will, we will rock you. Sing it! <laughs> yes. Buddy, you're a young man, hot man, shouting in the street. You're gonna take on the world someday. You got blood on your face, a big disgrace. Waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Sing it! We will, we will rock you. Buddy, you're an old man, poor man, pleading with your eyes. Somebody better put your bag into your place We will, we will rock you Sing it We will, we will rock you Oh, thanks, Freddie. And I hope you enjoyed the show as much as what we did, you know. Um, yep. We're going to finish it off. I'm going to finish it off with um, a Paul Rogers tune because he was the... The, the guy that took over and he's still going and I, I love him. Sure. And it's a small tune and it was a big hit in England, but not so big. And I don't know if you heard of it. Uh, it's called uh, My Brother Jake. And it's oh. a fabulous. Uh, okay. Listen no, to I this and then you can get rid of us and we'll say goodbye. We'll just have a little bit of this. Paul Rogers. There we go. All right, 
come back and see us. Give us all the info and everything you've got. We need your feedback. You've been sending yeah. us a lot of feedback. Tell us what you think. We love it. We get private messages and emails from you all. Feel free to comment on our Facebook group as well. Um, so going forward, we love hearing from you. We love doing this just because it's fun and we want to share this stuff with you. Tell us what you like. So rule Britannia. And God bless everybody. And we'll see you on the next show with more exciting. God bless the USA, partner. We can God Where bless both. How about both? We'll cut it down the middle. Sounds very painful. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> See you all. Till next Bye. time. Bye. Cheers. Hey, kids. Time to go for now. We are all about the listeners and what you want. And we know what you want. British music. Because we are the best. Don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. You crazy Kentuckian. The only good thing that come out of Kentucky was KFC. And bourbon. And thoroughbreds. And Corvettes. Bluegrass music. We make it all better. Please join us next time for more exciting music, trivia, and fun on the, the Liney and, and the Yank, Yank Podcast. Podcast.